Welcome to the Broken Green Chair, the show where you listen to a stubborn girl who doesn't change her broken chair talk about her reading journeys. I'm Elif and today I will tell you about theories from the 20th century explaining dyslexia. This may change your perception of reading, so make sure to listen all the way through. I recently read a book called Prost and the Secret by Marianne Wolf for a school assignment. It's a book that shows us the remarkable journey of the reading brain and why children with dyslexia have reading difficulties. The part I will focus on today is the principle 1 and 2 from the chapter 7. The principles are mostly about how most of the theories from the 20th century explain dyslexia. The first thing that caught my attention was how dyslexia was first called word blindness. The term came from both the German research both the German researcher Adolf Kussmaul and Monsieur X, an amateur musician who woke up one day to realize he could barely read a word. The French neurologist therein found that Monsieur X could no longer read words, name colors, or read musical notes, even though he had fine vision. This case was called Classic Alexa, and it was the beginning of the research on dyslexia. Logical explanations for reading failure were centered around problems in the visual and auditory system, but the language-based theories ended those. What got me most was the part that said psychologist Frank Valutino and his colleagues demonstrate that the most common problem in dyslexia, the visual reversal such as B4D, was not because of the perceptual inabilities but because of the child's inability to retrieve the correct verbal labels for these sounds. I didn't know that. This finding was really important. Today it's a well-known thing that children with reading disabilities do not perceive or manipulate individual syllables like the average reading children do. We now know that these children experience the most difficulties learning to read when they are expected to induce the rules of the correspondence between letters and sounds on their own. And the main reason why phonological explanations of dyslexia is really important is their impact on early reading instruction and remediation. The programs which systematically and explicitly teach young readers phoneme awareness and grapheme phoneme correspondence are far more successful in dealing with reading disabilities than other programs. I also learned that Failure to achieve automaticity was a thing that children with dyslexia suffer from. Failing to achieve automaticity means that in the brain of an individual with dyslexia, two star images who follow one another quickly appear fused into one stimulus, because the person cannot process this visual information quickly enough. There was also a psychologist, Zia Bresnitz, who made an unusual discovery while she studied children with dyslexia. She found out that children with dyslexia has what she calls an asynchrony, the situation where visual and auditory is not synchronized, which makes reading almost impossible. I also learned that there were ways to predict reading failure before the kid learns how to read or write. One of the best predictors of dyslexia is a time-related test called naming speed. Do you remember the case of Monsieur X who became unable to read and name colors? From his case, 
Gershwin reasoned that the systems for naming colors and reading must use some of the same neurological structures so that a child's ability to name colors, which develops well before kindergarten, would be a good predictor of reading failure. The pediatric neurologist Martha Bridge tested this and found that readers with dyslexia can name colors perfectly well, but they cannot name them fastly. This would be the predictor of who would be unable to learn to read. Her discovery became the basis of Rapid Automatized Naming RAN, tasks in which the child names rows of repeated letters, numbers, colors or objects as fast as possible. Learning this made me feel relieved. I think I understand the world of dyslexic people, dyslexic people better now. We have reached the end of our podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening while I talked about my reading journey of the book Prost and the Squid. And if there are any dyslexic people, dyslexic people listening right now, don't let anyone tell you what you can and can't do. It must have been hard for you, but know that I'm very proud of you. This was Elif and thank you for listening to the broken green chair. Don't forget, a life without reading is like a broken chair that needs to be changed.